Ben. I'm Megan. And we are Expecting Twins. Join us each week as we talk about twin stuff from how our babies are doing to helpful tips everyone can use. Welcome to the Twinning Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Twinning Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Megan. And we are at 24 weeks. Yeah. Or you are at 24 weeks, I learned Which, as I said last week, is viability. Which is good. Yeah. And uh, so to start things off, let's just talk about you. How are you feeling? Still really tired. Um, I've been having a little cramping today, which I mentioned to the doctor today, and she said that... um, you know, my uterus is growing because of the two babies, so it makes sense. Yep. And it wasn't in an isolated place. Right. So it was in several different places around your abdomen. Right. How else are you feeling? Any new symptoms this week that you can remember offhand? No, not really. I mean, I just, I feel very, I'm starting to feel pregnant. Like, I feel... The babies are high right now. They were low, but now they seem really high. And so just where they're at, it just feels like it causes a lot of pressure on my back. And like just in general. That's our puppy whining. We'll get to her later in the episode. Oh, yeah. So when I did some uh, research on 24 weeks pregnant, um, They talked about things such as your uterus stretches and the babies get bigger. Well, obviously. Um, The ligaments in the lower parts of your uterus are going to stretch too. So that's probably some of the pains. And I think that's kind of what the doctor had mentioned today. Um, But there are some other symptoms. And the one popped up that I thought you might have dealt with this past week. And I'll bring it up and let's see if you think of it. Carpal tunnel syndrome. And... Reason being, let me see if I can find where I. Had... Oh, when you thought I was having a seizure in yeah. bed. Yes. <laughs> <In my hand. laughs> well, just to tell everyone, we were sleeping. It was the middle of the night, and I woke up, and your head, you were facing. It was dark, so I couldn't see your eyes if they're open or not. You had your arm up by your head, and your arm was shaking, and I thought you were having a seizure, and you were like, "No, I'm just trying to wake my arm back up," right? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm trying to figure out where it is right here. I don't know if that's it or because I was sleeping on it. Well, but they say, so this is the thing, is the usual symptoms are pins and needles and numbing in the wrists and fingers. And it can often happen at nighttime while you're sleeping. And it's because of the retention you're putting, the water retention you're putting, pressure on that carpal nerve um, pathway in your wrist. Hmm. Um, And so I think that's kind of, you remember when I had that issue... Mm -hmm. That was always happening after while I was sleeping. So yeah. I found that interesting because it has never happened to you before, at mm-hmm. least that I can remember. Um, I mean, I feel like it's happened to me, but... Yeah. So talking about your sleep and you're still tired. Mm-hmm. We last... It's going to get worse. <laughs> Who? The, the tired. Yeah. It's going to, and that's, and her, yeah, (laughs) the puppy. But yeah, so everything last week when we talked, I got you some lavender essential oil and tell people what the outcome is. You've used it every single night. Yep. 
Um, it seems to be working. Like, uh, I've only had, I think it was not last night, but the night before. Like, I, I woke up at, in the middle of the night and went to sleep on the couch. But for the most night, I had been, or for the most part, I had been, like, sleeping through the night. So, that's good. Mm-hmm. So, we'll keep using it until it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and what I was thinking, and I think I said this to you this morning, is, you know, before, you might have had, one, like, say two weeks ago or even one week ago you were having about one good day of sleep a night or a week like one good night of sleep Mm -hmm. and now it's not like the cure-all you're not sleeping seven nights a week but you're sleeping maybe three or four nights a week yeah like you're sleeping instead of like wake only sleeping 50 percent of the time you're sleeping about 70 percent right and so hopefully with that and um, just other things hopefully the sleep continues to improve or at least become more manageable agreed um so next part let's talk about the babies the girls yeah we saw them today we did see them that was pretty cool yeah we got some good pictures we had our 24 week ultrasound mm-hmm. which is because our babies are monodie twins where they share a placenta yeah but two amniotic sex but they are at high risk for twin to twin transfusion. Yep. And so with that being said, they have to check them every two weeks just to make sure that one baby is not stealing nutrients from the other baby. Is that kind of how it works? Yep. And so they, we go in every, or I go in every, not we, I go in every two weeks and they measure the amniotic sac and just see how much fluid is in each of them. And and then today they yeah what they, they did, did a growth scan as they well. did a, gr- a growth scan and there they are able to make sh- like kind of give us a good idea on the babies and so we're seeing them mm-hmm. they were one was sleeping one was quite active um but they were with the, what they say one point five percent of each other yeah which is awesome for for twins yep and they seemed pretty the doctors both seemed pretty excited about yeah. that. So one baby is one point or one pound seven ounces. The other baby is one pound eight ounces, which is right on track for a, a single baby. Yep. Yeah, so that's cool. And that was kind of what they said that we are on track for a single baby, let alone twins. We are being fantastic. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I think that's so we just should great. knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood there. Just that can, things continue to go in the right mm-hmm. direction. But they said, you know, with the twin-to-twin transfusion, they got to make sure that that differential doesn't get too big. And I was intrigued when they said that where they get concerned is when there's a 25% difference between the two. Yeah. And that seemed crazy to me. I mean, that seemed yeah, like a big... Yeah, because what would 25% be on those babies if they're at, what, how many ounces is that? 16 doing math in my head 24 ounces so a quarter of that so one would be 24 ounces one would be 18 ounces yeah like so what's that like a, a pound one and a, a quarter half, pounds it's basically like a one and a half to one and a quarter it's like a quarter pound difference yeah uh a yeah pounder. a little more a little, little more, more than, than a quarter, quarter pound <laughs> that's all i think that's a significant difference though i mean i'd be getting more nervous at that like 10 percent yeah but, you know we do have Probably some of the best doctors in the area. Um, yeah. I know for the area, if not the Midwest. So, um, 
they seem to be happy with yeah. everything. Um, another thing that we brought up was kind of, and I didn't we didn't really get an answer, um, but I'm sure a lot of people will, listening to this, if they're in similar situations, will do things similar where we are taking a birthing class through the hospital. Right. And this class is a six-part class, um, and we are on, we just completed the third week. Right. But everything, and I think we might have talked about this briefly before, but we are the only couple with twins or multiples. Everybody else is single babies. Mm-hmm. And so and we've had questions brought, like that we that came up during the, our two and a half hours each week that the instructor really just couldn't answer. And I, so we asked the um, doctor today, and I thought that one thing was pretty interesting that... Um, you know, when they're talking with the birthing for the single babies, they're doing it in a birthing suite. Whereas you, the doctor confirmed today that you will be giving birth in a operating room. Right. So, like, I can still labor yep. in the birthing suite, which is good. But when it comes time to push, they'll wheel, wheel me down to the operating room just in case one of the babies doesn't cooperate. Because even yeah. at the first baby is head down or what does she call it transverse yeah something something. to use some medical terminology that i don't understand um oh lordy yeah they basically and they have they're gonna have to talk to us but we'll have to basically sign over rights that they can just cut into you and take the babies out which seems obvious so that's what i was saying one baby could come normally and then the next baby could they may not be able to get the second baby out. So I could very well deliver one vaginally and still have to have a C-section for the second baby. Yeah. Or they said, too, that they could you could be all set up for doing everything naturally. Um, and all of a sudden that bur- baby flips around. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, they have to just cut it out or C-section. Cut um, it out. Sounds very morbid. Or the thing that I thought was interesting. Another part was when your first baby is delivered. It creates such a big pocket inside your uterus that the other baby could be lined up ready, and that could be too big of an area where it flips inside the or uterus. Or it could flip in a good way. It could flip in a good way, too. And they said they could deliver breach on the second baby if yeah. the second baby wasn't substantially larger than the first baby. And right now, baby two, which is the further away baby, yep. is it's the smaller. smaller. Yep. So I think that is interesting. And so... um we mentioned, I think I even wrote it in my review of the class this week, that they should uh, offer, you know, parenting classes for parents of multiples. Yeah. Just because there's so many different things that we're going to have to experience and everybody else. You know, they were having opportunities to talk about the type of delivery they wanted, whereas I don't really, I mean, I'm sure they're going to, given where we live, I'm sure you could have a lot of say in how you want to deliver, but they're going to lean a lot different, you know, medically speaking. Like, mm-hmm. I'm guessing they are not going to want you to be squatting in a hot tub with a doula touching you mm-hmm. and I don't know how else with, you know, everything. Well, so. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I would personally want to do a water birth, not that there's anything wrong with that, but to me, there's, it just seems kind of gross. Yeah. But, um, but I mean, I'm just, you know, with being twins and high risk, that's just not really, I don't think, in anybody's boat. You know, I think they want to make sure you're ready for operation. Yeah. And it's almost like you will be expected, like kind of planning for a C-section, hoping not. 
type of thing. Like they want, you know what I mean? I don't know that, I don't feel like they're planning for or a they want us to. They, no, they want us to deliver vaginally. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is they're going to want us probably to be prepped, ready for it. Like, yeah. you know, like she was talking about what not to eat, make sure what to clean your belly with. You know, if for people that are induced, that type of thing, maybe they'll want to make, just I'm to make sure. sure. they'll tell us. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens, so. Yeah. Um. So next, let's talk about what our big topic is of the week. Oh, wait a second. We should tell uh, them one more exciting thing that happened this week. Oh, with me. Yeah. I felt the baby's kick for the first yeah. time. And that was pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. On Sunday. It, I, it was not what I anticipated. Yeah. It was almost like little... Baby, would that have been? Baby one. Yep. Just did the normal dad stay away well, bam <laughs> and it was pretty quick and now i've been trying and i haven't felt them i think i felt a little one before but yeah no that was extremely exciting yeah they were very active at your mom's little thing on on, su- on saturday. saturday was it saturday i yeah. felt it or uh, sunday no it was sunday no, it was sunday. sunday at the class yeah mm-hmm. and that was yeah i mean that's a quite the feeling i don't know exciting yeah so maybe our listeners can hear our little loving partner in the back. Oh my goodness, Priscilla. But this, let's not say her name because that'll rile her up even more. Yeah. Let's just refer to her as Stinky Coat. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing we're going to talk about this week, which we've found, this has been kind of interesting and we've been kind of intrigued by it, is our dog. Priscilla, aka yes. Stinky Coat. <laughs> um, leading into last week, I would say this has been something within the last couple of weeks where we've mm-hmm. noticed the changes. So prior, going back to right when you found out you're pregnant, mm-hmm. kind of describe what she was like to you. Before I found out? No, like right when we found out, up until a couple of weeks ago. She was nice. Like she would, she was. I don't know protective, but like I think she sensed that something was going on. A little comforting, yeah. And she'd like snuggle with you, mm-hmm. but she wouldn't be rough with you, right? Whereas she's always rough with me, mm-hmm. and she used to always be rough with both of us, like mm-hmm. kind of just prance around like she owned everything, yeah. And I mean, everything was pretty much fine, and now she has become very naughty. Yes. But to the point, like, what, ha- like, I've, we've seen her, she's peed inside our house. Yeah. She's peed on our couch. Yep. She's she, been on our couch, yeah, which, which she she's never, never allowed done. to be. Yeah. She's, she jumped on her couch, couch on day one. I threw her off faster and she jumped up and she's never tried again. Um, so she's been on our couch. She insists on trying to sleep on our bed and will growl at us yeah. if we push her off the bed. Yeah. She will, if, didn't she try to bite you the other day too? Mm-hmm. Like sni- snipped at me. Um, she, we could walk her all day, like take her for a walk in the afternoon. And we have an English bulldog for everyone. Um, we'll take her for a walk, our usual walk, mm-hmm. play with her. We'll sit down and just start talking to between the two of us. And she will like just start growling and whining at us. Like she's yeah. doing right now. Yeah. Like a little Ewok. Yep. Like she needs the attention. Yeah. And yesterday we put her in her crate 
Well, she, oh, I was, she was kind of needy and I was like, okay, I'll sit down on the floor and play with you. And so I started to play with her and she was just being really rough and just wouldn't stay still and kept kind of like getting in my face. And I was just like, no, we're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. So I got back up on the couch and then she started like barking. Yep. And like, it just gets worse and it just gets worse. And I mean, yes, we can look at this as like training for kids. Like mom, 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 mom. But this is definitely a change in condition with, with her. And the other thing that we are pretty confident in is that, you know, a lot of pet owners will say, oh, it's a UTI. She's fine. Cause we took her in for a UTI, what, three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And they pretty much cleared her off that. Yeah. Um, and so, it was something that I think you brought up. Like, I wonder if there is any correlation with that, if there is any anything out there. So, yeah. and I haven't told you my results, have I? No. So I did some research. And I just said, dogs being naughty while wife is pregnant. And the first one was, wife's making me throw or get rid of the dog. I'm like, that's not happening. <laughs> but all of a sudden I started digging a little deeper. And this is something that I'm not going to say is common, but occurs. And there's enough where there, there's like 14 million hits on Google when I search that. So, I mean, there's enough out there regarding dogs being naughty while pregnant. Mm-hmm. And while so, the dog is pregnant? No, while the <laughs> wife is pregnant. And so, let me just read you one here from what somebody wrote. Just to kind of see what you think about this and the correlation. Um so the lady said, we have two labs. One is 12, and that one's doing fine. The other one is five, and she has been horrible. She was great until I started showing. She has been getting in the trash, urinating all over for no reason. We went to the vet about a week ago for our yearly appointment, and they told us that the dog, and we told them what the dog was doing. She says, should, The vet suggested we try going back to some of the early dog training techniques that we used when she was a puppy. She's also crate chain, trained, and we suggested that putting that back out when we weren't home. Um, her biggest piece of advice, so the vet's biggest piece of advice for this family, was do not give her added attention. So, and then the other thing the vet suggested, which is what I said earlier today, was like, shoot, missed it. Lilac scents can also help calm a dog's nerves. And so I was like, we can get a lilac candle, burn that around a little bit. Um, And so here's another one. Um, And so continuing on that same thing, on that same message board, it says dogs become stressed when they notice change. Furniture, nursery, and just stuff in general is probably what's making the dogs crazy. So that got me thinking, when have we noticed her outbursts? We're noticing it right now mm-hmm. when our dining room is in pure disarray. Yep. Because we're in the middle of redoing that. Which is funny because just to kind of describe to you guys where we're sitting right now, like we're we're on like one corner of our kitchen table and everything else is just like thrown everywhere. Yes, and it's a disaster, mm-hmm. Re- controlled disaster. Everything's getting painted. Mm-hmm. Everything that Priscilla hates is in the middle of the kitchen. <laughs> I eat the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, the vacuum cleaner is sitting right in the middle, and she will not get near it. Um, but, I mean, I just, seeing that. And so we also noticed change when we did the nursery. And yeah. we brought all that furniture in. Yeah. And I wonder if there's also, she's sensing some type of sixth sense about your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. 
And then another thing that I thought about. Now I'm I'm getting out there, but I still think this is all kind of related. Is when we got back from our vacation, we hadn't seen her for about ten days. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if you showed just enough because she was fine before we went on vacation. We had no outbursts then. When we got back is when we started seeing all the changes. And I wonder if that 10 days was enough for her to kind of not forget who you are, but then all of a sudden you come back and she sees the difference. Maybe. So, um, you know, so I think this week, let's just try to, you know, I don't know, be a little bit more stern with her or just ignore her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, we tried that last night. mm -hmm. Yeah, that was hard. Yeah. I almost traded her back in <laughs> last night. <laughs> and, but I mean, she went after we threw her off the bed like twice. She slept on her own bed. It was freezing and she mm-hmm. slept on her own bed. Um, and so, you know, another one wrote here, the person, the dog started out of acting out by urinating on the clothes at night um, and they went back to the, some of the mes- methods they used to train when they were a puppy, and the beha- bad behavior stopped immediately. So, do you? I'm trying to think. What did we start? How did we train her right away? We, we kept didn't. her. I know we, we were horrible. We didn't do much, but we did put her in the crate a lot, didn't we? Like yeah, that first couple but weeks. She was already like potty trained and stuff like that when we got her, so we didn't have to worry about that. She was just like pseudo psycho. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You had a little heart to heart. Maybe you just need to have another heart to heart with her. Oh, that time I told her when you went in for the nap and I looked at her in the face, held her face to my face and I go, you either need to shape up or mom's going to be shipping you out. (laughs) And she was fine. Truthfully, right after that nap, she was perfectly fine. So I don't know. Not that we would ship her out because we would never do that. But, but you know, I'm also a person that's going to say, I'd never say never. I might have shipped her out that day. <laughs> no, we'll figure it out. I just, it's 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 just getting it's a something that came up that was something that we never anticipated, something we never thought would happen. Mm. I didn't think she, I didn't think she'd be like this now. No, I kind of expected something when the babies came, which does make me a little nervous for when the babies come. That she'll want that attention. She'll want that attention, or she'll bark, or yeah. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily that she'll snip at the babies no i think um, she's gonna be afraid of them yeah and things i've noticed online are you know a lot of especially the bulldogs get very uneasy when the babies start crying and somebody was right i, I saw while looking through all this stuff about crazy dogs and how they act around humans when they're like when ladies are pregnant but the dogs act as another baby monitor and the one lady goes, my dog can hear the babies crying before the monitor can pick up the baby crying. Hmm. And she said that the dog will pop up and will just like start like getting the owner all riled up, ready to, hmm. you know, basically probably like, fix that, fix that. That's, hmm. What is that? Fix that. Any thoughts? Any other thoughts on our, our puppy? What do you think? I I don't know. I kind of, I kind of agree with the thought that maybe it's just because of everything going on i don't know that necessarily it's the pregnancy but maybe the fact that the house is that the you know living room is total disaster area and that we've just been changing a lot of things yeah because i also somebody i had wrote something on reddit asking and somebody's like do you think you 
are not purposely, obviously, but not giving the dog as much attention as you did before. And I'm like, no, I think we're giving her more attention yeah, now I than mean, we actually were. Yeah. Because she used, she's a bulldog. She's perfectly content licking the floor, <laughs> just laying there. Then she is like having us like pet her. Like she, and so, I don't know, something I also thought is maybe every morning, because we have been walking her pretty good in the evenings. Yeah. So maybe I'll add a walk in the morning. You know, with my morning coffee, just take her out for a quick little walk and see if that also helps too. Maybe just trying to help keep her wear her out a little bit more. And yeah, somebody else said their vet gave their dog Prozac, but that's the last thing. And I'm like, oh god, oh, we have been giving her melatonin. <laughs> yeah, we've been giving her melatonin, and that's something that we have seen that is perfectly fine for dogs. Is it's not? Yeah, we're not like you know drugging our dog, but. If you got a crazy dog, try it out. <laughs> just, just like a real low, you know, low Maybe dose. Maybe that should be our tip for the day. Yeah, that should be our tip for the day. Melatonin <laughs> and peanut butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, everybody will keep you updated on how our puppy goes. Hopefully, you all will hear her barking or <laughs> whining in the background next week. We didn't like <laughs> cut we didn't her ship her off. Of course oh, yeah. not, or something. Yeah. Oh, we wouldn't do that. No. But so let's finish this episode on a tip yeah so you asked me like what are your tips for today and i'm like i don't know that i really have one so i kind of want to talk about the weight gain of the babies and then my weight gain so what did they say i've had put i've put on six kilograms so 14 or 15 pounds since the start of a twin pregnancy and they want does that include the baby weight or no that it, does include the baby weight and so there's so three pounds of baby so there's a you, there's three pounds of baby and you know amniotic yeah baby yeah. pee all that other fun stuff um but so yes I'm, i mean 15 pounds actually is probably a little i mean she made the comment you're not excessive maybe a slightly low i it's not too much um because I think right now they're saying they've been saying like 40 to 50 pounds total for this twin twin pregnancy. That's not for a single baby, but for my twin pregnancy. Um, so I don't know. So I, I mean, and the babies are doing just fine. So I'm not necessarily. necessarily babies are doing yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, their, their weight is just fine. So I'm not necessarily concerned about that. So anyways, my tip for you is, I guess, eat when you're hungry. I, I mean, I used to be kind of a grazer and and mindless eating, and I'm not really doing that anymore. I'm definitely noticing myself making healthier choices there, so that's good. Um, aside from the candy corn, but you yeah, know, tis tis the season. Um, but then extra protein and stuff like that. So like I, you know, my tortilla chips at work are benitos instead of like regular tortilla chips and those are those black bean chips yeah in the whole food section yep they're good they're really good for you and they're just loaded with protein yeah and so i think i mean that that's what the doctor said today is definitely push the protein um to to help those babies grow so we're just i'm trying to push the protein and and right when we found out you were having twins, mm-hmm. I wish I would have remembered that website, but that website was saying, I don't know if it was a blog from another twin mom or what, but they said that they really felt just added protein 
really help their baby's growth. Mm-hmm. And our babies are doing fantastic. You are doing fantastic. Yeah. And I mean, on knock on wood. But I mean, even as another example, we're at the gas station last week before our class. You were hungry. Instead of going for like a bag of chips or, I mean, I don't know what you would have done before babies. But you got yourself one of those ugh, pre-made uh, hard-boiled eggs. And that's straight protein, too. Yeah. I mean, but I I mean, when I crave snacks like that, when, like when I get like that hungry, I shouldn't let myself get that hungry. No. But when I get that hungry, I know I need protein. And so that's what I was looking for. It was I needed a protein snack. And it worked. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe just throw some. Another thing would be just throw those protein granola bars in your purse. Like a couple of them just when you're hungry. I didn't have my chocolate ones today. Get them on Amazon or something. No. They'll be there next week. Okay. Anything else for our peeps? Mm. Do you think I should show the pictures, the two pictures of our babies on our website? Yeah, we can do that. Oh yeah. So now that we're we've talked all the good things, you know, about my tip, we should probably tell them that like, you know, I still do have an occasional cup of coffee. Like I have a soda usually yeah. daily, so I mean, I'm not necessarily perfect in my diet by any means, so Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and I think they said you can have Yeah. one cup of coffee a day. And I know for a fact, I've watched people, pregnant ladies, have several coffees in a day. So for you, I think you're doing fantastic with all that. I mean, it's not like you're, you have, that truly pretty much besides that candy corn, Mm -hmm. you're eating really, or eating good food. And that's the thing. We eat good food. (laughs) Or the ice cream and shell we bought tonight, you know? But for the most part, I'd say 90% of our food is really good food. Yeah. So I think that's plays a big part in everything as well. Yep. So, so for all you pregnant mamas out there, keep yourselves healthy. Yep. And look for the pictures on our website mm-hmm. at com. Yeah. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Like our Facebook page. Yeah, definitely. The Twinning Podcast on Facebook. Are we on Twitter too? I think we're on Twitter too. We need to get on Pinterest. I don't know how to do that, though. We'll have to figure that out. Yeah. Times. We got time. All right. You guys, everyone have a great week. Yeah. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.